Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, check out the game clock. It's almost getting ready to roll at Heinz Field. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. You could call me bad. Alongside me, it's Kevin Smith. You could call him KT. You could call him Kevin. Just don't call him late for halftime. Kevin, what's going on, my friend? Uh, not much, man. Ready to, ready to get rolling. Excited for this weekend. Oh, I am too. I tell you what. First of all, let's just... Tell everybody, this is the Steeler pregame show from BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. And this is the first game, Kevin, that I'm so excited for, but so very nervous for as well, because it's the Browns. And I think they have become the Cincinnati Bengals 2.0 as far as dirty. I think Vontez Perfect has died and be reincarnated as a Cleveland Brown. What are your <laughs> thoughts, Kevin? <laughs> Uh, that would be a perfect punishment for Vontez perfect. Uh, you know. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, yeah, I mean, I think that there's, you know, the stakes are really high and it'll be very interesting to see how Cleveland handles themselves. They haven't played in a, in a pressure game like this. I don't know, man, maybe since they, they entered the, the league again, what was that back in 99? I mean, has Cleveland had a bigger game than this in their 20 years since they've been back? You know, I think they played us in the playoffs that one year. So maybe, maybe that would be bigger, but I mean, they haven't been in a lot of high pressure situations. Um, and so we'll see if they keep their heads, you know, like if, if the Steelers get up on them or if it gets a little bit chippy, you know, who's going to be the more disciplined team. I think that'll, uh, 
you know, go a long way towards deciding the outcome. Absolutely. And I agree with that completely. If you're looking at discipline, it's probably going to be the Pittsburgh Steelers. But here's the thing. And I was explaining this on the Steeler preview. And I was trying to convince Jeff and Dave of this, because this is something that I am really looking at here. You could be completely focused as, and I know the Pittsburgh Steelers are no nonsense right now. They're completely focused in this game. But when you go up against a bunch of rogues, a bunch of lunatics and renegades, as I feel that the Cleveland Browns are, I don't care about anything with Kevin Stefanski coming in and uh, bringing stabilization and bringing balance to the force. I don't care about that because when you have Kareem Hunt coming out and saying, we're going for revenge and this game's for miles this week. First thing I'm saying is, what? What are you talking about? So when I think about that, I think there is no rational thought on the other side of the ball. And it's dangerous for Pittsburgh when you're playing up against lunatics that have nothing to lose. And I feel that's exactly what's going to happen this weekend with the Cleveland Browns. So you better buckle down because there's going to be some suspensions. There's going to be some headhunting. There's going to be some craziness. You got to tell me this, Kevin. Am I way off here? Uh, I mean, first of all, with the Brown, I mean, I'd have to go through a long list of individuals before I would let Kareem Hunt speak for my team. <laughs> so, um, you know, I mean, I, in, I don't know, uh, it, you know, do this for miles. If that's the mantra of the Browns this week, then they got problems because they got a, a really good football team in the Pittsburgh Steelers that they need to focus on. Um and, you know, I mean, the, you know, the wise move is just to put the emotion of what happened last year, you know, behind, leave it in the past. And as you know, Mike Tomlin says all the time, man, big windshield, small rearview mirror. The team that can look forward and focus on what's in front of them and not on that garbage from last year is going to be, I think, the, the more successful team. So, I don't know, when I hear Kareem Hunt saying stuff like that, I, I like hearing it. Uh, as for the chippiness, you know, I think that that's going to be natural. The, the one thing, though, that like separates the rivalry between the Steelers and the Ravens as, versus the Steelers and the Bengals is the Steelers-Ravens rivalry is physical and intense. But, you know, there, there's a level of respect between those two teams and rarely does it cross over the line into unprofessional. Whereas Absolutely. with the Bengals, there's, there's not that with the Bengals. So it'll be interesting as the, the you know, the Browns are probably, are probably going to be good for a while, you know, like, I mean, if, if Stefanski can hold it together, they're a talented team. So they might be a legit rival now going forward. And it'll be very interesting to see what kind of rival they become. Are they going to be more like a Ravens rival where it's an intense rivalry, but with a lot of professionalism, or are they going to be more like the Bengals where it's, you know, the opposite. That's, that's a really good point. I just worry when you have an opponent, that really doesn't have their head together. Maybe Stefanski has brought some balance to this team. And I agree with you with everything that you said about Kareem Hunt. There's just some X factors, some wild cards on this team that could really upset the apple cart. But as far as the Pittsburgh Steelers go, I know they're going into this game focused. I know they're going into this game ready. You know, in the last 20 years of this rivalry, the Pittsburgh Steelers have own this rivalry pretty much but that i was going to go ahead and give you the head-to-head i'm not going to i'm not going to give you the head-to-head record because the head-to-head record that i need to talk about 
started November 14th for me. And that's when it all changed. November 14th, when Miles Garrett was whipping his helmet around and uh, five days later coming out with accusations, you knew that the rivalry has, has uh, skipped a couple levels and it went through the roof. So for me, the head-to-head series right now is one-to-one. And this is, this is your new, this is as of 2019, this is the only thing that is counting right now to me. Because this is not the same Cleveland Browns team. This is not when it's Brown, flush it down anymore. Now, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you that I, I'm going to be completely unprofessional here and say I think that, uh, that there's some individuals on that team that are worthy of being flushable, but they also play fantastic. And Miles Garrett is probably one of the uh, the best pra- pass rushers in the league. And I got to tell you right now, I mean, Aaron Donald's back with those four sacks the other day. TJ Watts up there. Miles Garrett, that trio right now is probably the guy or probably the guys that you're looking at for defensive player of the year. I mean, you could throw into Forrest Buckner of the Indianapolis Colts as well. But you have two of the best defensive players on the field here. But what do you really have here going, Kevin? You have the best running game in the league. Even though it's minus a player, you have the very best running game right now in the Cleveland Browns. Without Nick Chubb, they're still dangerous. And I'm going to ask you about that in a moment. And you have the best rushing attack. Excuse me, the rushing defense as well in the Pittsburgh Steelers. So my question to you is... Who wins that? And take the Steelers and the Browns out of it. If you have the best rushing attack and the best rushing defense, in your professional opinion, who comes out on on top usually? Yeah, I you know I, I think um, Cleveland has done a great job kind of re, restocking their offensive line. I, I mean, I, I read today that last year they finished thirty first in the league in uh, in their um, their block win rate up front which is, you know, just sort of a metric that measures the ability of linemen to sustain their blocks for a certain period of time. And that this year they're now they're fourth in that, in that uh, category right now. So obviously, you know, they've added some talent up front or, um, I, you know, I don't know enough specifically about how Stefanski's tweaked the scheme, but it's working. Um, and now they're going to go up against the Pittsburgh front seven, which is, you know, as, as good as anybody in the league at stopping the run. I mean, for me, it's, it's, yeah, I kind of wrote about this in, in, in the game preview that ran on the site today. Um, for me, it's a real issue about can the Steelers get stops on early downs and take Cleveland's play action um, out of, out of uh, you know, make it a little less effective. I mean, the Browns are really good on play action. Baker Mayfield's quarterback rating on play action passes is like 100, is like 106. He was third in the league in play action pass touchdowns last year. They do a great job. Uh, you know, getting him out of the pocket and on the move when they're, when they go play action. So if the Steelers can get stops, if they can stop the run on first down in particular and, and get the Browns into kind of like second and nine, second and eight, they're, they're obviously then going to be less likely to bite on the play action stuff and be more aware of it uh, because, you know, it's not second and five. It's not generally thought of as a rundown. So to me, that's a huge key to the game. Who's winning first downs? especially when the Browns run the football. Um, and then the other big key is when, when Cleveland does go play action, will the Steelers be in position? I mean, will they be overly aggressive against the run? 
I think you'll see a lot of three, four from the Steelers to try to stop the run with the front seven so they can keep their safeties too high and, and try to defend, um, you know, some of the vertical routes that the Browns like to run off the of play action. So for me, it's that combination of the two things, Cleveland's run run game on early downs and the play action that it sets up against Pittsburgh's ability to get the Browns into long yarded situations, put them behind the chains and kind of nullify some of that play action. Now, who is your X factor for the Steelers defense to do all of that that you just explained? Who is the number one guy on that top 11 on the defensive side of the ball wearing black and gold? I mean, I think it's a big Cam Hayward game. You know, I think uh, – uh, and, you know, and whoever gets – if they go 3-4, whoever gets a lot of them snaps on the nose. Uh, you know, can they, can, can they anchor that stuff down with their, with their base seven um, and not have to drop a safety into the box to, to, uh, to help with a run? I mean, if they can do that, that's going to be a huge advantage for Pittsburgh. So, you know, really, I don't know if it's a single individual, but to me that front three – has got to have a great afternoon uh, against the run so that they can allow the linebackers to run and make tackles and, and let the safeties, you know, kind of stay in the sky and protect against the pass. That's uh, that's a great answer. I, I love that. I'm looking for Tyson Aluallo to have a great game to it as well. Hayward, that's, that's a guy that we're not talking about and uh, he is probably more important than anybody. So I'm glad you brought up Cam. So with that being said, what we're going to do, we're going to take a break and we're going to get back here and have an overview of the Cleveland Browns and keys to Steeler victories, as well as predictions as well on the BTSC. Here we go. Steelers pregame. I'm Brian Davis. Kevin Smith's with me. We'll be back right after this. Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to Here We Go, the Steelers pregame show. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. You're with Kevin Smith as well. It's the Steelers pregame show. We are loving it. It's Browns week. It's not normally Browns week, but this is a rivalry now, Kevin. This is back to it's not the Ravens because, as you mentioned before, there's more of a respect factor when you're playing the Baltimore Ravens. But the Cleveland Browns have definitely announced themselves as a rival to the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're not just the, uh, they're just not the, uh, the little brother nipping at the heels anymore. They're a dangerous team. How dangerous are the Cleveland Browns, especially on offense with that number one rushing attack, but where does Baker Mayfield, where does Baker go ahead and fit in? Well, yeah, to answer your first question, man, they're averaging like almost 38 points a game over the last four weeks. So that is sort of the definition of dangerous to me, you know. Uh, uh, and, and obviously, 
Pittsburgh hasn't faced an offense like them all, all year long. So that, that'll be a, a significant challenge for the Steelers defense. You know, Mayfield's, you know, his numbers, his raw numbers are not overwhelming. You know, he's got, he's got less than a thousand yards passing through five games. So he's averaging under 200 yards a game. He's got nine, nine touchdowns against four interceptions, which is good. You know, it's good. It's not great. He's not wowing you with those numbers, but um, he's not making killer mistakes. He's not really forcing the ball into coverage as much as he did in the past. And like I've, I said earlier, uh, Kevin Stefanski's doing a nice job getting him out of the pocket. He's only six one, and he doesn't really have you know like the 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 pocket IQ that Drew Brees, who's another you know sort of shorter quarterback, does. So I think he struggles sometimes with just seeing the field when he's in the pocket. So Stefanski's got him out you know on a lot of boots and rollouts and nakeds, and uh, and he makes really good things happen, you know when when uh, when he's out there. So. He's he to me he's he's a smarter quarterback than he was his first um, I don't, you know couple of years in in the NFL so um, you know a big big key for the Steelers would be you know keep him in the pocket man can we can we confine him to try to throw from an area of, of weakness or at least not an area of strength. You mentioned that their offensive line is better. They do have some players out of the game on the offensive line. I believe Teller's one of them and. Chris Hubbard, our old friend, is going to be playing at guard for the very first time in his career. Can the Steelers exploit that? Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't – the Steelers are pretty darn good at, at knowing when to let dudes go. And, you know, and I, I, very few guys uh, have, have left Pittsburgh and, and gotten better wherever they – they went, you know, I mean, obviously the levy on bell news is, you know, he's in the news these days and he's kind of case in point. And I don't, you know, is Chris Hubbard uh, a starting quality player? Is Chris Hubbard good enough to be able to, to block, you know, some of the guys on the Steelers front? I, I you know, I have my doubts about that. So I'll be, it'll be very, very interesting to see how the Steelers scheme that, or, you know, one of the big things that coaches try to do when they're scheming is, is look for the weak link on an opponent and figure out ways to exploit that. So will it be with stunts? You know, I mean, are the Steelers going to run blitz at Hubbard? Are they going to, are they going to try to exploit him in in pass protection? Uh, But I do think he'll be a target. You mentioned stopping the run is paramount for the Steelers defense. And of course, without Nick Chubb there, it gets a little bit easier, but Kareem Hunt is pretty amazing in himself. And in fact, I would probably say that Kareem Hunt is the best backup running back in the game. If you're talking about uh, best running backs in the game, I would probably put him probably in the top 20 as well. And he's just as dangerous. And, you know, he is a backup. So he's in there. I don't think they lose a step. But if you look back over the few last few weeks, in fact, the entire season, the running backs that this team stopped include Saquon Barkley, Melvin Gordon, David Johnson, and for the most part, Miles Sanders with, I mean, if you take away that 74 yard run and you can't take it away, but the rest of the game, he only had 20 yards outside of that huge run. They pretty much have been stopping the run and that's why they're the number one rush defense in the league. What scares me about Kareem Hunt, Kevin, is the fact that a lot of those uh, running backs that we've talked about earlier, they fared a lot better against the Steelers when they were catching the ball out of the backfield. Kareem Hunt does that better than almost anybody. 
How much of a concern is that to the Steelers game? And is that something that could break the Steelers? Yeah, that's a, you know, that's a worry for sure. And, um, and it's not just hunt, you know, they've got uh, an athletic tight end in Austin Hooper and they got, um, you know, obviously a receiving core that, you know, has some elite names uh, to it. So, you know, there's, they, they got a, they, they can beat you in a bunch of different ways. Um, and the, they're the most well-rounded offense the Steelers have seen so far. And if the Steelers play a lot of three, four, then, you know, you're, you're putting another defensive lineman on the field and you're taking a more athletic guy off. So if the Steelers are in three, four, we're going to see Cleveland try to exploit that by running, you know, some spread sets, some empty stuff, motion and hunt out of the backfield, trying to get him out in space, maybe matched up on a Steelers linebacker. Um, I think that'll be a real chess match uh, in terms of a personnel battle. And if the Steelers go two, four, five, or, you know, or go to some kind of a nickel look, or, or is Cleveland going to try and go heavy? Because Duke Johnson's a pretty good back in his own right. He's a good, he's a slammer. Um, and he's a between the tackles kind of guy. So I'll be very interested to see how Cleveland attacks Pittsburgh's personnel packages and vice versa. Well, that's, that is really interesting. That's something that we definitely really need to look out for. So you mentioned earlier on in the show, KT, the Steelers and what they really need to do on defense to stop the Browns. What do the Steelers need to do on offense to go ahead and win this game? I mean, ideally I'd love to see him control the football, uh, you know, uh, tick some clock and make first downs and keep uh, Cleveland off the field. Uh, I don't, I don't think that the Steelers will alter their game plan just to try to bleed the clock because you know, they're most effective when they're, they're kind of taking what a defense has given them. But, um, you know, I, th- I think that they need to continue to mix it up. I mean, Cleveland hasn't been great on defense. They've been opp- opportunistic, I think, is the best description for them. You know, they've given up 169 points, which I think is like the sixth most in the league. Um, but they've been able to generate turnovers. They've got more, you know, they've created more turnovers than anybody. So, you know, when they've needed a big play on defense, they've gotten it. But they give up a lot of yards and they give up a lot of points. So um, I think the Steelers can play defense by playing playing good offense. I think it's a good it's a good week to run the football. Um, you know, I, I think Garrett runs himself out of plays in the run game a lot. You know, he's so aggressive getting up the field. I think I think you can take advantage of that. I think we can screen him. Um, you know, so, and you know, the Steelers have so many weapons on offense now that, uh, whatever a defense is scheming to take away, we, we seem to have an answer for it offensively, or at least to find an answer as the game goes. So I think this is an opportunity for the Steelers to score a lot of points. And I think they're going to have to, I think it's going to be a high scoring game. Does Chase Claypool have a multiple touchdown game or does Juju take over or somebody else? Yeah, see, that's, that's the thing, right? That's the nice thing. Okay, so let's say Cleveland schemes to take away Claypool. Let's say they rotate safety help. Let's see that. Let's say they they try and jam him on, on, at the line of scrimmage, which you know, good luck with that because he's a beast. But um, there's an you know there's another answer, man. You know, like the fact that like Juju and Deontay Johnson had quiet games last week, you know, and were, were har- hardly noticeable at all, and the Steelers scored 38 points was really exciting to me. Because, you know, obviously it hints at their at their diversity. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know how, you know, the Browns will defend Claypool. But, you know, they can't overcompensate anywhere because the Steelers can exploit them elsewhere. So this is something we talked about on the Steeler preview on 
Thursday night and streaming now. Go ahead and check that out on all of your favorite uh, podcasting platforms. Anywhere that you download a show, we are going to be there. So check that out. So I'm going to ask you this question, and it's you're you're an '80s kid like me, and so <laughs> I know that you've played board games. Are the Pittsburgh Steelers a modern day version of the game Clue? And the reason <laughs> I'm asking you that. It's because if Professor Plum doesn't get you in the conservatory with the wrench, Colonel Mustard's going to definitely get you with the rope in the library. So <laughs> w- would you say that that assessment is not only true, but the Steelers probably have the most diverse weapons that they've ever had in the Ben Roethlisberger era? Uh, well, your board game analogy is really good. And um you know, we were uh, in my family. It was like endless games of sorry, I don't, which I don't ever want to see a sorry board in my entire life uh, again. You know, I don't have any nostalgia. I'm not trying to like get it out for my kids and be like, oh, when I was little, I played this. You know, like, um, but yeah, I, I really do think so, man. I really, I really think that the that the Steelers um, and this and this, I, I think this is one of the reasons why they they start slowly a lot of the time because I I think that. Um, they're not their philosophy isn't like we're going to come out of the gate and impose our will um i think their philosophy is like you know we're going to come out of the gate and see what the defense is doing and then figure out you know how we can how we can uh exploit that or manipulate that as the game goes i mean the steelers offense just seems to get better as the game goes and we've been really good in second halves for the most part this year so it'll be very interesting to see again how that chess match plays out i i have a hard time when i look at the steelers i have a hard time saying oh they're going to do this on offense because oftentimes that depends on what the defense is doing so then you see what the defense is doing and now you can begin to get an idea for how the steelers uh want to adjust so it frustrates me at times you know that that approach like sometimes you just want them to get out of the gate i mean when when's the last time they scored a touchdown on their opening drive it's been what like you know <laughs> like 20 some games i you know something like that so that, that can be frustrating, but at the same time, they're averaging almost 30 points a game. So, um, you know, they're doing something right. So we had this come up on the preview as well, and no one really had a very good answer for this. So this is the perfect question to ask a coach. And you being a, a coach, I want to know, how do you game plan to stop the Pittsburgh Steelers on offense? Um. Yeah, that I mean that's a good question. I'll tell you what I won't I wouldn't do. I wouldn't sit back in the in a zone and rush four. Um, I mean I, I'd get after Roethlisberger, you know, like I'd I would I would uh, take my chances with trying to to man up in coverage, um, you know, disguise my coverages as best as possible and 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 come get him because I know I know he's good at at uh, reading you know the blitz and I know that he's that he's gotten really good at getting the ball out quickly, but. Um, sitting back in the soft zone, man, that's a slow death. You know, he, he, uh, his numbers, I think he's like 56 out of 75 against uh, Houston and Philly who were predominantly like two high seven deep rush four zone teams. Um, and, you know, he's just kind of, kind of like tick, tick, tick the ball down the field against that stuff. So I'd get aggressive with him. Um, you know, and I guess I'd get aggressive too against the Steelers front. I don't think that, the, that our front is a, is a, a great, I think we're we're a, a decent run blocking group, but we're not a really really physical group. So, you know, I'd I'd come get them, um, and I, and I know that that's gambling, man. You know, but 
you know, you're either going to sit back and, and take it slowly on the chin or, you know, <laughs> you're going to come after them and maybe get knocked out. So. Um, that's, that's a fantastic answer. So I'm going to beg you to not answer any phone calls from the 216 area code, because I don't want you to be given Cleveland any help this week, because that is, that's probably the best way the best method to stop this team so i really like the way that that you put that all together so uh you can't you can't help out kevin stefanski so let's hope he does not download the show on any of the podcast platforms um you know it's funny man uh kevin stefanski's cousin lives in in where i live in you know ocean city and uh and and he was going to get we tried to hook up uh like a conference call with him and, and our team like a zoom call um you know uh, as the season began because his cousin his cousin's son is the same age as my son so they they play little sports together or whatever and and we tried to make it work but it didn't but i was going to come clean with him if, if we hooked it up and just tell him you know right out of the gate you now kevin you need to know i'm a steelers fan so you know <laughs> I and, and not only that you're also a steelers analyst now too so that makes that, it yeah. even, that makes it even better well yeah. well speaking of being a steelers analyst Let's go ahead and make predictions for this game. I'm going to let you go ahead first. What's the final score? So, you know, it's funny. As, as about two minutes ago, I just happened to look up. Uh, you know, the, the TV is on and it's muted. And across the, the crawl there, uh, they just said that uh, Odell Beckham was, was sent home from practice today for, with an illness. Yes. I, I, didn't know, I didn't realize that until I literally just looked up like two minutes ago. So uh, they said that he was tested for COVID, but there's no, the results aren't in yet. So uh, I, you know, again, anytime you see that in, in, you know, these days, you, you just think, oh, well, what's that? Um, if he doesn't play, I mean, you know, I don't, I, I don't know how radically that changes Cleveland's game plan, but you know, you're taking a, an elite player off the field, but I'm going to make my prediction, assuming he plays, I think it's going to be a high scoring game. Um, you know, on the site, I picked 30 to 24 Pittsburgh. It might even be a little bit higher, higher scoring than that. Um, I just think, you know, that Cleveland's offense is going to score points. Uh, I don't think they're going to score 38 points like they've been scoring. But, um, you know, I don't think we're going to, you know, hold them to 10 points either, you know. So I think that they're going to put up some points. But at the same time, they give up a lot of points. And, um, and they haven't beaten us in Pittsburgh in, I think, it's 16 years. And I think that this is the best shot that they have to do it. But I don't know. I think the Steelers are really eager to play in a big game. You know, they've beaten four teams so far this year who, you know, have a combined record of, I think, 315 and one. And I think that they're itching to play, you know, in, on a big stage. So I'm going to go 30-24 Steelers somewhere in that neighborhood. Great score. I, I would love that outcome. I am scared of this game. I think that the Browns are going to put up a lot of points. I think the Steelers have shown the ability to put up a lot of points as well. I'm actually not going to go against the Steelers, which a lot of people thought I was going to, but I'm going to say it's going to be a high scoring affair. Take the over. It's going to be the Steelers 38, the Browns 35, and it's going to come down to the very end. I'm not sure if the Steelers are going to have to come back to win this game, but I just know that it is going to be a tough game. I'm afraid you're going to see suspensions. I'm afraid you're going to see some injuries out of this game. It's not going to be ugly, but hopefully 5-0 and could be very pretty, Kevin. Yeah, 5-0. and I don't even know when the last time. I know 4-0 and was, what, 1979? 
Yes. Uh, so the uh, the record is, uh, in fact, they have only been 4-0 three times in their 87-year history. And this, of course, is one of them. 1978, they went 7-0. And okay. they were 4-0 in 1979. And so every time they've done it, they've won the Super Bowl. Now, is that going to say that they're going to go ahead and win the Super Bowl this year? We could only hope, but uh, there's still a long way to go. One thing that I said at the beginning of the season, and it is really coming true, is there is going to be a lot of parity this year because of COVID, because of the changes in training camp, no mini camps, um, no preseason games. My prediction was you're going to be very top heavy at the top. You're going to be very heavy at the bottom as well and less eight and eight teams. We're seeing a lot of undefeated teams for this juncture. There's still four undefeated teams and there's a lot of four and ones. There's a lot of guys at the bottom too. There's a lot of oh and fives. There's a lot of one and fours, one and threes. So with that, it's really seems like it's going to be that there's not going to be those teams that uh, are, are just uh middle of the road teams. You're either really bad or you're really good. And for the Steelers, they're going to have a lot of really good competition. You have the next three games. There is only a combined two losses. And there is a combined, this, this is even worse. There, not only are there a combined two losses, there is a combined 12 wins. So that's, that's, this is a tough slate for the Steelers. I think they are good enough to get it done. So go Steelers. Yeah, man. I mean, and, and, you know, to add to what you were just saying, having their bye now already, they got a 13 week slog through, through a lot of tough football games. But um, I remember, man, back in 2000 and, uh, and 2008, when they, they had the hardest schedule in the NFL and everybody was like, yeah, they can't possibly survive that schedule. And that's when Mike Tomlin, I think kind of broke out his uh, famous iron sharpens iron quote. And um, and it made them better, man. So they were they were certainly playoff ready when when uh, when that rolled around. So, you know, hopefully the same thing will be true. Yeah, that's that's true. And you could even throw in 2001 because we had the tragedy. I don't know if you and I have talked about this, but I've talked about it a lot when they lost this by when they had the tragedy of September 11th back on uh, on September 11th of 2001. They played their very first game on two on September 9th of that year. It was a, uh, it was a really bad loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Of course, week two was gone for everybody in the league. And because there was only 31 teams, you were one year removed from uh, actually you were one year away from the Houston Texans coming into the league. You were two years removed from the Cleveland Browns coming back in. So you had 31 teams. There was a buy every single week, even week one, week 17, the Steelers buy that year was week three. So they went 21 days between their first and second game that year. And what happened with the Steelers, they had to play 17 straight games. They went 14 and three in that stretch. So they can go, I mean, teams have proved if you're good, you're focused, you could go ahead and win those games without those buys. Yeah. You know, and um, I mean, I, I, think that Mike Tomlin has shown that uh, you know he can get he gets the guys ready he can he uh, gets these guys to embrace challenges and embrace adversity uh, he's I think you know he's kind of the right guy for that particular moment so 
uh, I'm very excited to see, you know, how, how they handle this stuff uh, specifically this week, man. You know, like you, you were talking about earlier, the, the emotional challenge combined with Cleveland being a much improved football team is going to make this a really interesting game. So it's first, it's the first real test, you know, and uh, can't wait, can't wait to get started. Absolutely. And uh, with Mike Tomlin being the right guy, you're definitely the right guy, Kevin, for breaking down the Browns. We really appreciate it. Thanks so much. We will hopefully celebrate a victory next week talking about the Tennessee Titans. So with that being said, Kevin, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, Brian. Uh, Have a great Sunday, man. Let's go. Yep, I am looking at the clock. We're ready to kick off this game here. So for all of you at home and all of you downloading us, thank you so much, BTSC Nation. We can't do it without you. For Kevin Smith, I'm Brian Anthony Davis. Let's go Steelers. It's time to get started. We'll see you. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.